Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. I want to welcome you to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I'm very excited today because we have a special guest with us. We have Mr. Paul Davis, who is a business coach, personal advisor, and the author of three books. And today he is going to be talking to us about how to really tap in and find our purpose in life and to really decide, are we on our purpose? And I know many of you, this is a topic near and dear to your heart, so I cannot wait to jump in and get started. But first, I I want to welcome you, Paul, with us today. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you, Melissa. It's absolutely amazing and brilliant to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, so I love that you work with people and helping them to succeed because I know you work in helping them find their purpose, but you also help people who are business owners, I think, really tap into really how to be successful. And I think that's so needed. So I can't wait to hear what you're doing now. But before we kind of get into that, I would love it if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you start on this journey that led you to helping other people find their purpose? Yeah, absolutely. Um, suppose, but let me go back a little bit. So I originally trained as a management accountant. Um, I wasn't too sure what I wanted to do when I left um, school, but I ended up doing a lot of different things, but one of my main degrees would be management accounting. Um, and what I would have been doing is going into companies and helping them to turn around financially. So companies that were making losses, I'd help them to turn around into profits and help them then to, to grow and scale. Um, but a part of me that always was able to do that was um, ever since I was a kid growing up. Um, as a younger kid, if I really go back, I used to do um, healing for people. So when they'd come to the house, I do healing. And so whether they had cancer or arthritis or rheumatism or whatever it would be, um, that's what I used to do as a kid. But then when I became a teenager, that wasn't so cool. So <laughs> I decided not to do it. It's just it was just a natural gift that I, I, I had since since birth. Um, but also with that, I was able to not too dissimilar to yourself, Melissa, in terms of I get images and knowings for people. Um, and primarily for me, it's around what they're to do in life, what their purpose is. And those knowings and insights come from the perspective of seeing and understanding and empathically knowing what the difference they are here to make in this world. So growing up as an empath I, I, and having those knowings and insights, I'd, I'd know a lot for, for other individuals, but it's not something I let me put it this way, training as management accountant, it's not something you tell your clients and it's not something to, you tell your colleagues. So I, I kept it hidden for, for a lot of my adult life. Um, and I, in effect, how I became so successful in growing businesses was because I was, in effect, putting people on the right path, um, knowing what their purpose is, putting them on the right track, and therefore, um, with the management accounting and, and my knowledge of scaling businesses, they reached huge success. Um, but for me, it was about them making the impact in the world and making a difference in the world. Um, and I suppose growing up and even into adult life, I just thought, and in some respects naively, assumed that everybody else could do the same as what I could do. Mm -hmm. um, and, but it used to play on my mind quite, quite a lot, to be quite frank. And I absolutely wished that somebody would come along to me and tell me what my purpose was, what, what I used to do. So while I was putting other people on their track, I literally just would love for somebody to come along to, to tell me. 
And but to cut a long story short, roll, roll forward quite a number of years and into 2011, and my first brother passed away. It was quite suddenly. And I was there when he came out of surgery and um, we had to get emergency surgery. Um, and the doctor told me that he only had a couple of hours to, to live. So I was there while, while he was passing away um, and, you know, making the necessary phone calls and all the kinds of things and, and being with him. But in the weeks that, that followed, um, in my mind, it was a case of here was somebody trying desperately to hang on to life. Whereas for me, I spent the vast majority of my life wanting to check out of life. So I, from the weeks and months that followed, um, I suppose it kind of came to me from the perspective, I had a massive download or an insight or an epiphany, if you want to call it that way, in terms of, well, my purpose is actually putting people on their purpose. It's what I've been doing all my life since I was a kid. But for me, it was a major, major wake up call and a realization. Oh, OK, so that's what I'm supposed to do. But all along in growing up and knowing that of what I was doing, I'd regularly get comments from people and say, Paul, you're just making it up. And um, so I, I'd share insights with them and share knowings with them and say, look, I, you know, I, I've no data to back it up. I've no kind of I can't give you any facts or figures on this one but just do this, but don't do that. So I guide them from that perspective. And in some respects, some, some clients would say, Paul, you're just making up where you're getting this from. And then if they, but if they followed what I guided them to do, they, they always hit their success levels. Um, and the ones that didn't, unfortunately, ended up getting into the muck. Um, so for me as an accountant and being logical and trying to have a process and a system, what I wanted to find out was, okay, so in order, how can I decipher from the knowings and the insights that I get from my clients, how can I turn that for one better word into a process? And therefore, if I could share that process with my clients, which was the promise I made after Eugene passed away, if I could share that process with my clients and guide them through that particular process, they wouldn't necessarily have to rely on my insights or my knowings or what it is that I do. And therefore they could see the evidence in their life um, and from that evidence, they can actually say, oh, OK, so that's all the elements of what I need for for what their what their life, true unique life purpose is, um, because they'll, it's all on an unconscious level. And um, so they'll never figure it out from a conscious perspective, but it's all on an unconscious level. And given the, the, the gifts that I have, again, not too dissimilar to yourself, Melissa, um, it's it's when you're connecting on, on that level, you can you can get the insights, you can get the knowings for, for your clients in order to actually guide them. So what I developed over the years was what I now call the executive code. And it's the executive code that I bring my clients through um, in all aspects of their life. It's not just their life purpose, but it, it affects every single aspect of their life. Um, so that's what I've been doing for quite a number of years at this stage. Um, and the, the, the feedback that I get from clients, it, they're, they're absolutely astounded and amazed because how I can give them their life purpose in literally a few hours compared to, you know, the years and years that they've been searching and, and working with clients and reading books. And a lot of what's said online about life purpose just doesn't match what, um, what I explain, uh, which is very, very different. That is really cool that you can do that. And I think it's funny because I, going back to what you said a while ago, you said that you wish someone would come along and tell you 
what you do for other people, which is what your purpose. And I think that's really an interesting thing that a lot of people who have abilities think they can't really get anything for themselves. Like they can tell others all about, I think it's just harder because we're close to the situation, which yeah. I think is um, part of the reason I think a lot of people when they're trying to find their purpose, you know, again, if you're so close to the situation, sometimes you can't actually see what's happening or what's going on because you're too clouded by your own perception. So I think that's why when you go and work with somebody else like you, it's a lot easier because you don't have their preconceived notions about what they should be doing and all of the conditions that we've been told, like we should do this, you shouldn't do that. Okay. I think we get really bogged down by that a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot, of, a lot of information that's out there that talks about life purpose is in my mind incorrect. Um, so people can end up down a lot of rabbit holes um, and not getting the answers that they absolutely, the, the answers that they need and they desire. Um, so yeah let, let's 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 try and change the narrative that's what that way yeah so how do you help people like what do you do with people in order to start helping them like do you tell them this is your purpose or do they come to that on their yeah. own with your guidance <laughs> yeah no that's it's it's a great question because in the early days i used to tell them um but then they two things would happen one is that they would get overwhelmed and say you know who am I to do that? There, yeah. There's no way I could do that. Um, and all their kind of inhibitions and their fears would, would show up. Um, and then the other side, they they wouldn't believe it in the sense of, and that's where the, the, the comments that I would get would be, you know, Paul, you're just making that up. And yeah, yeah while, while it was kind of nice to hear, um, they're, in some respects, they would kind of feel that it would be too distant to what they're doing right now at the moment. Um, so what I now do is that I, I bring them through a series of questions. Um, it's quite a, a lot of different questions, but I'm using my intuition to guide them using those questions and drill them down so that they can actually see the evidence in their life. And when you see the evidence in their life and we bring it all together and they know, you know what they're to do, how to do it, why they're to do it, and what's gonna give them the joy and fulfillment um, and all of those elements together, when they see all of that, now it's they, they're overwhelmed in a good way because now they're overwhelmed with joy. They know what it is. Immediately what shows up then, I'm not choking it within literally five, 10 minutes. Immediately, even though they've been searching for years to find out what their purpose is. And when we bring all the information together and say, oh, well, now that's what your purpose is. So I'm using a mix of the, the methodology that I've developed, but also my intuition. But immediately what shows up is how am I to do that? Um, is, is somebody going to pay me to do that? You know, how am I going to make money out of it? Where, where do I even start? And that's where my training as management accountant and growing and scaling businesses comes into play because one of the books that I wrote was, you know, how you get more clients, more fees and more time. Um, so immediately I'm, I'm, I'm guiding them in relation to how they, for one better word, monetize their life purpose. Um, and their life purpose is always about making a difference. It's, it's never... It's never as such about themselves. It's 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 always connected to, to make it a, a much much bigger difference in the world. Um, and some people can see that. I, I I get to see it immediately. They don't get necessarily to see it. Um, but the questions that come up is how how can I turn this into a career or a um, or a business? 
That's a great question because I think that's where a lot of people get stuck because they have these great ideas or they know what they want to do to help, but they're not really sure how can I make a living on Because it's great to want to serve people, but you also have to yeah. eat and have clothes and all of that. You got to put food on the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I want to go back to what you said. And I think it's really funny. I, I really love that you um, guide them to finding their own purpose uh, because I agree with you. Whenever I was, I don't know, my late 20s, early 30s, I went to a psychic show with my sister. And one of the the women there walked right up to me and she was like, you're supposed to be doing this. And I thought she was insane because I was like, I don't have any psychic abilities. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, because as a, a little girl, I remember having an imaginary friend that I think now was my spirit guide. But um, as I got older, that kind of went away. I was always fascinated by psychics and mediums and always watched shows and read books and all of this, but I didn't think I had any of the ability myself until I realized as I got older, I just don't connect in the way that I see people standing there in front of me. I get it in a different way. And so that's when I realized, but when she told me, you're supposed to be a healer, you're supposed to be doing this work as a medium, I almost fell on the floor laughing because I thought she was insane. And I totally, and it wasn't for many years later that it actually came about that I started doing healing work, excuse me, and doing this podcast. So I thought she was nuts. Honestly. So I can really understand and relate that if you just tell your client, yeah. this is what you're supposed to do, that they would say, okay, whatever. Yeah. All right. I just paid yeah. you for nothing, you know, but then if you <laughs> take them through them discovering who they are themselves and what their purpose would be, that is a much more, I think, effective approach and probably a lot more believable for your clients. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. And let me just say, there, there's there's a fairy tale that I think most most kids will have heard growing up, and that's Hansel and Gretel. Mm-hmm. And it's one that I share with my clients from the perspective of, and, and for your listeners, if, if you're not aware of the story, it's where, you know, they're, they're, it's two kids and they go into the forest and in order to make sure that they can find their way back home, they, they leave breadcrumbs um, as they're making their way through the forest. Now, unfortunately, the breadcrumbs get eaten but I use the analogy from the point of view of that, you know, sometimes we don't get to see the breadcrumbs. They are there. We, we, we do leave a trail throughout our whole life and the breadcrumbs are always there. Um, but sometimes they get covered over by maybe the leaves or the branches or whatever. We just don't get to see them. Um, but the whole purpose of our breadcrumbs is for us to find our way back home. Um, and I don't mean our physical home, but I mean our home back to our soul. That's, that's what we're here to do. And it, it's, it's the work that we're to do. Uh, part of the work that we're to do but there, there's breadcrumbs throughout our whole life and it's our unconscious or um think of it from from you know your soul your spirit whatever terminology that you want to use it's it's constantly trying to guide you back to home back to what it is that you're here to do and every, every single individual has a mission to do every single individual has a mission to fulfill so it's our unconscious trying to guide us the whole time trying to to get us to do what we're supposed to do and i i use the analogy of of the feather the brick in the trucks and you know that the feathers are those light touches of you know we might be li- watching a movie or we listen to you know so, a podcast for example or we're, we're having a conversation with somebody and there's something that's said or something that we see and it resonates internally within ourselves and it's, it's heartfelt we, we, we know that we kind of just get that light bulb moment inside ourselves that, 
yeah, that makes sense. And it just resonates, but then we just forget about it. It's just a light touch of a feather. But then if, if we don't listen to those feathers, well, then the brick comes along. Now you can imagine, you know, the brick is a little bit more subtle than the feather. So yeah. imagine getting smacked over the head with a brick. Well, then, you know, that's where, you know, we get a financial setback or we lose our job or there's a relationship breakdown or whatever it might be and so on. It's something that we, we can get over, but it does, it does grab our attention. And I, I mentioned in my first book that, you know, I'm, I'm the brick. When clients find me, I am that brick. And it's our unconscious, again, trying to communicate to us and sense, okay, you know, I, I'm going to smack you over the head with a brick in order for you to pay attention. Uh, now, unfortunately, for some people, if they don't listen to the brick, well, then the truck comes along. Yeah. And the truck comes up from the point of view of it could be a complete financial breakdown. It could be bankruptcy. It could be a business failure. It could be a complete relationship breakdown. It could be a, an illness that we is, is life altering, that we can get over it, um, provided we, we, we follow our path, or, but, but it is life altering. And they're the trucks, and nobody wants the trucks in our lives. Yeah. Um, but that is our unconscious. That's our literally us being, being guided all, all the time back to, back to find our way home. Yeah, and that's so true, too, because we always get little nudges, but I think often... We go through life in such a quick manner, just with blinders on, going so fast that we don't notice them or we don't stop to pay attention to them. And then you're right. If we don't, the universe will get our attention and <laughs> they will get our attention in a way. Yeah. So it happens in a lot of different ways. But I like to call those like my tower moments, like the tower <laughs> tarot, because that is when everything comes crumbling down, but it's always for a reason to. Yeah to shift you on a different, on a different path. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not easy, but, but they're, they're there. They're there for a reason. Absolutely. And I think, um, we just really need to be better about listening. Cause I always talk about when I wrote my book that I didn't know if I should be writing a book. And then there was a commercial on TV that said, do you need permission to write your book? Well, here it is. And I was like, <laughs> okay. There's a sign. So they're there. They're everywhere. We just need to be better about learning how to listen to them. Is yeah. that one of the things that you kind of help people when you work with them and, and help yeah. them find a purpose? Do you teach them how to pay more attention to? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's it's something that I so before I used to do it one on one with clients and teach them how to tune in and how to be more um, how would I say to, to, to listen to the inspired thoughts a little bit more to, to be able to understand them an awful lot more quicker. Um, but over the last, since the pandemic started, I, I started a community, an online community, um, which isn't on social media, which my clients absolutely love. So um, within that community, it's called the Executive Code. And within that community, I, I bring my clients through a lot of different things um, from the point of view of, uh, on one train, it's, it's personal mastery. On the other train, then it's business mastery. So when it comes to personal mastery, it's around, okay, so how do we deal with fear? How do we deal with anxiety? How do we deal with overwhelm? How do we, you know, how do we listen to that intuitive side for ourselves? And how do we develop our intuition? Because everybody can develop um, intuition. It's, it's not that, you know, one person is gifted over another. We, we can all develop intuition, but it's, it's how much effort we want to put into actually developing it. And so, you know, it, it's all around, you know, where... I, I, I suppose I, I'm different from the perspective of there's a lot of things said in the mainstream, 
which I will, for one red word, I, I'll go against. Um, so, you know, whether it comes to manifesting things in your life or whatever it be, and funny now, I got a text from, from a client today um, about an intention that she had set within the community going back in July. And it's now literally, as of today, that intention has come true. So it's, it's not about manifesting in, in where, how a lot of people talk about manifesting. It's, it's the intention that you actually have and that dictates everything. Um, but yeah, sorry, in, in short answer to your question, Melissa, yeah, it's, it's something that I, I absolutely teach my clients because it makes, it makes their life so much more effortless um, if they're working with their unconscious. Um, their unconscious is trying to get their intention all the time their most people's you know personality their their ego will 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 want to have things happen in a particular way but actually when you turn the tables around completely and follow your unconscious what your soul is actually trying to guide you to do that's when life absolutely changes and that's when um everything becomes an awful lot more effortless yeah so the, the more we can teach our clients how to do that the better and what would you say to someone who may be out there listening, saying to themselves, I don't get any guidance. I can't hear my higher self talking to me and I'm not, I'm just walking around blindly. I don't have guides. I have nobody. I'm just out here flying by the seat of my pants. I have no idea what's going to happen in my life because I know there are people out there who are listening going, I don't have gifts. I don't have these abilities. So what would you say to those people out there listening who maybe think they can't hear any guidance? Yeah, a few things come up just, just as you say that. One is there are people that are that are there that don't believe in anything at all. So my, my, my second brother that, that passed away in, on the 1st of September, just gone, um, he, my, my last conversation with, with him was, um, I said to him, <laughs> my last conversation with him was, Anthony, well, look, when you get to the other side, let me know. Um, and he said, Paul, look, you know, you know, I don't believe in any of that kind of stuff. So I just continue doing what I'm doing. So there are some people that, that don't believe that there's anything like that, you know, nothing outside then you just, so you'll, not that you'll never convince them, but you know, that there, there, there will be a few wake up calls. And um, there's other people that if their language along what you described, Melissa, is along the lines of, oh, I don't get any guidance. There's nothing out there. And you know, I, I never get anything and so on. Well then, if that's what you think, well then absolutely that's what's gonna happen. But the guidance is there. So it, it's part is the language that you're using. So part of your own inter, your own inner personality will will try and dismiss everything that's going on or everything that's being said, and to be trying to prove that it's not there. So it's it's a confirmation bias that's in your mind. But if you change your language, even as simply as I am being guided. So what does my guidance look like? Now you're changing your mindset from the perspective. Okay, so to now to seek out. And look for a different confirmation bias to show okay so what is the guidance we are always 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 being guided um, and that can be simple every single individual that I've, I've come across will say if i ask them the question look have you ever had a situation whereby you've you've entered into something and you just had that gut feeling that do you know what it doesn't feel right there's something about it even though the logic says yeah no i should do this but that gut feeling is no no it doesn't feel right that's your guidance. That's your intuition. So everybody gets it, but they just try and dismiss it as much as they possibly can. It's, it's always there. And I think too, <clears throat> there isn't a 
ability to also work with the universe and your guides and say, I need these specific signs. Like, this is what I will recognize yeah. if you show me this. Um, yeah. Because I have people who come to me and say, well, I say this, and then I saw this, but then they'll say it. But then I don't know if that was a sign. <laughs> <laughs> but but well, I, let me just say, it was. The, yeah. the, the universe does not like doubt. Yeah. Um, and the more you doubt the universe, and you know, I, I you know, people use the, the terminology universe. Um, you know, other people refer to higher power, higher mind, God, higher intelligence, um, super super conscious. There's a lot of different terminology. But if you think of it from the perspective of imagine somebody that you absolutely love and trust in your life, and if you're constantly doubting that person that's in your life. And that person is trying to guide you all the time. You know, you, you know, you absolutely love and adore this person and they absolutely love and adore you equally. It's unconditional love. And if you're constantly doubting them, well, then what are you really communicating to that other person that absolutely loves and adores you? Yeah. The universe does not like doubt. Not that it's going to be, you know, it's not going to do anything wrong. It doesn't because it absolutely loves it. All it knows is unconditional love. That's all it knows. So it's not going to harm you. It's not going to do anything wrong to you. It's just, it's, it's you and not having that trust in the universe to say, actually, okay, so I am being guided. And yeah, there are different things out there from the perspective of, you know, if, if you think there's, there's a lot of power in numbers and, you know, for, for me, for example, you know, if, if, if I'm looking for that kind of confirmation for my clients, I kind of say to them, look at, you know, see if you can see if three digits come up at the same time. So that could be three sevens. Like I'm a, I'm a seven son of a seven of a seven. Um, so three, seven and 12 are, are, are powerful numbers from, from my perspective. Um, but look for, you know, numbers that show up like, so three ones, three twos or three threes as you're having a thought. And then that's, you can use that as a signal to, 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 to be confirmed to yourself. And um, other, other people will use, you know, if, if they get, if they name the sign and ask for the sign to show up. So whether that's a feather, whether it's a bird, whether it's whatever, um, it's, it's, it kind of, it, it's, it helps the conscious mind to, to grasp it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But as you move on and the more you develop from an intuitive perspective and the more you develop your trust, because it is actually, bottom line is it gets down to the trust. And there's times there will be in your life whereby, do you know what? You've got to take that leap of faith. And I've had to take that leap of faith so many times. And every single time becomes harder and harder to take that leap of faith. Maybe it's just because I'm getting older and I become more risk adverse. Yeah. But ultimately, it is so difficult to take that leap of faith. And no matter how many signs that you get shown up in the world and you ask for, um, and it's just so difficult to take that leap of faith. And, and the universe will not necessarily give you those signs. It's sometimes you literally just have to take that leap. Um, oh my God, the, every single time I've taken a leap of faith, it has always worked out so much better than what I'd even ever anticipated. And um, the parachute always shows up, mm -hmm. always. Yeah, I think that we're the only ones who really are putting limits on the universe. I think it's our own limiting beliefs that this couldn't happen or can't show up and i think also yeah. we tend to as humans want to control everything so we want it to show up in a certain way or at a certain time yeah. frame <laughs> and i think we really limit the universe when we do that too because um, you're 
miracles can show up in any form. Yeah, yeah. There's um, the universe is completely infinite, which means that there's infinite possibilities. Mm -hmm. Time doesn't exist from the universe perspective. Time does not exist, and that's one of the hardest people, hardest thing for people to get around. So therefore, they don't have patience, and they want it happening by a particular time frame. But if they just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say two words. If you just let go, mm -hmm. just trust and just the hardest go. thing for people to do. It is so hard. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It is the hardest thing to do. But honestly, it's 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 the it's the key to unlocking everything. And the more you do it, you know, we, we are coming up to Christmas time now. Um, it's like every single day becomes like Christmas morning for as a kid. Um, yeah. you're waking up, you don't know how it's going to be delivered. Um, and no matter how many times you try and figure out how you want it to be delivered, as soon as you let go of the how it's to be delivered and just allow it to happen and just follow your guidance and wait for it to show up, um, you, you'll always be amazed. It'd be like waking up on that Christmas morning, unwrapping that gift, and it comes in the most unusual way um, that you could never even imagine. And that's the infinite literally the infinite possibilities of the universe and it's just it honestly it, from my perspective it just it knocks me for six every single time yeah and you're really so right about that because just this week um i've had two amazing so we have two amazing podcast listeners who are also my patrons um one sent bracelets and i have to put this on there because she'll see this wow. um for my sister myself and my mom uh, my mom's going through pancreatic cancer and so we're dealing with all of that and she was so kind to send four bracelets one also going to my daughter for us to support her and then just another listener so that was maria and then ginger sent today i just got a book in the mail by Brene brown because they're just so my listeners are amazing people and i i know the universe sends people into your life to bring you amazing and wonderful surprises all of the time and it can every yeah. day be like christmas when you're surrounded by people who are for your highest good and situations that are for your highest good and i see that every single day so i totally believe that yeah yeah absolutely. that's amazing that's absolutely amazing yeah. Yeah, I love my listeners. They're amazing. They're wonderful people, every single listener out there. So appreciate all of you. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So tell us about your books, because you have three books. And I know you said the one book is called The Executive Code. Is that correct? Or is um, that the name yeah. of it? No, it, I've, I've the community called The Executive Code. My podcast is called The Executive Code. Um, three books. Yeah, the, the first book came out um, shortly after my first brother passed away in 2012, and that was called Evolve. Um, so that was my attempt, naively as much uh, in some respects, my attempt to um, kind of talk spirituality in business. Um, but there's some, there is channeling in, in the actual book itself. Um, there's hidden messages within the book itself. And then there's a conclusion, which um, th th there's, there's a couple of hidden messages even in, in the title of the book, let's put that way. So the, the, yeah, the first book is called Evolve. Um, if, if your listeners know Marianne Williamson, which I know a, a lot of your listeners will, um, she even gave me a quote for the book, which is just phenomenal. Like I, when, I, when, I, when I talk about the universe and talk about you know, how these things come about, um, I sent her a copy of the book after it was published. And to receive a personal email from Marianne Williamson herself in my inbox that day was just absolutely phenomenal. 
Yeah. Um, so that was my first book in 2012. And then a couple of years later, I published another book, which, you know, it's it's purely just aimed at people in professional services that, that want to create a business because of a lot of the work that I do, because as, as I said earlier on, a lot of people want to figure out how can I turn this, my gifts and, and what I'm to do into, into a business. And that's more, which is how to get more clients, more fees, more time. And then the third book is, is it's co-authored with 61 or 62 other authors. And the question we were asked, Melissa, was um, what's the advice we would give our grandchildren to have a better life, a better world and a better business? And so we each were to put a chapter to answer each one of those questions. Um, so we've some amazing, amazing and some well-known um, social entrepreneurs that have co-authored a book um, in as well. So it's, it's called Better Life, Better Business, Better World. Um, so that, yeah, that was my third book. And I'm in, in, in the process of writing another book. Um, I'm not too sure when that's going to be published. That's up to the universe. Um, but it's it's 80 percent there. I, I got for one better word, I got diverted over to do a podcast, which I started in April last year. That's called Executive Code. And it's through the podcast is where I'm sharing the, the knowledge and the information and the guidance for, for clients and to help them to navigate um, over the last couple of years in terms of the pandemic and what's happening out there and so on. But we are in for a, um, a bit of turmoil over, over the next while. I don't want to scare anybody, but it is going to be um, quite challenging for an awful lot of people. So the podcast is there to, to try and help people um, navigate that turmoil over the next number of years. Um, and, you know, people are being asked to, to step forward. Um, and I mean step forward from, from the perspective of they're, they're being called to the universe is actually calling them to step forward into their purpose. Um, and now is the time for them to step into their purpose and absolutely trust and believe because they've, they've a lot of work to do. Um, I mean, a serious amount of significant work to do. And if, again, I'm not trying to scare anybody, but I've seen it so many times and I've seen it accelerate. Um, it's the energy I'm just picking up over, over the last while. Um, it's accelerating an awful lot more. Um, and it, sorry, it's, it's accelerating faster, if, if that makes sense, um, that they, they need to step into the purpose. And if they don't, well, then, yeah, th those those bricks and trucks will, will, will come along. And as we said, we, nobody wants those trucks to come along. No, no. <laughs> Start taking the hints right now. <laughs> Start listening yeah. To yeah, it's going to be an easier route for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that you have this podcast um, to help with that because they know there's a lot of anxiety right now. I think fear and anxiety are really high in the world yeah. with everything that's happening and everything that's going on. And, you know, I just always try to tell people that you just can't give in to the fear. You can't focus no. on that. You've got to focus on all of the blessings around you and all of the ways in which, you know, we still have a lot of amazing things going on right now. And it's our time to focus on that. But I do think that people are being called more and more now to step into their purpose. And it's so important because yeah. we need people to step into their purpose. Yeah. Um, I think there's so many systems that are broken right now that are yeah. trying to be torn down to be rebuilt but we need yeah. those people to step forward to you know lead that um to lead the way for all of the things that are not working anymore yeah um, yeah so i i love that you're helping people to step into their purpose i think that's an amazing thing so thank you for doing that thank you thank you
But th- th- there's one book, I don't know whether you've come across it, Melissa, but I, I came across it a good while ago because um, you mentioned fear. And um, mo- most of your listeners would probably have read the book Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. Um, most people that are into personal development will, 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 will kind of have read that book. But what they may not be aware of is that he, he wrote his second book, but it was published after his death. And that second book was called Outwishing the Devil. And in the book was a conversation that Napoleon had, N- Napoleon Hill had with the devil. And it's be similar to conversations with God, if you can think along those lines with, with Neil Donald Walsh. Um, but in that book, Napoleon Hill outlines in effect that 98% of the world are not on purpose and how the devil gets to them is true fear. Mm-hmm. So 98% of the population are not on their purpose and only that's 2% a are. huge number. Yeah. 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 Um, but the, the biggest tactic that the devil has is true fear. Mm-hmm. Just, just when you mention fear. Um, so when, it, when, given the work that I do, and I, cause I, cause I do see it quite, quite, quite regularly, um, the people are being called into their purpose. Um, the only way I can describe right what's happening right now at the moment is the only sense that I, I don't I, kinda, I don't follow anybody as such because I don't want to be influenced. Um, but my own sense of what's happening right now at the moment is there is the think of it from the perspective of the troops are being rallied um, on the good side and the bad side. Mm-hmm. So you know if you want to be on the good side, the the troops are being rallied right now at the moment, and that 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 rally of the troops is accelerating quite significantly. Um, and the faster those troops are being rallied, um, we, there, there's, for one better word, there, there, there's a war to be won. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of um, the old structures are being broken down, that the new world is coming on its way. It is, on, it's, it is so much on its way, but it's how, um, how that new world is to be formed. Um, so the universe needs those troops to be, to, to, to do the work. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, this has been such a fun conversation and I really appreciate you being here and sharing all of your knowledge and wisdom with us. If anyone wants to purchase your book, any of your three books or listen to your podcast, or maybe they want to work with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, the, the, I suppose the easiest if they go to my website, which is paulwilliamdavis.com. And if they go to that site, they'll, they'll see all the links, you know, the link to my podcast, link to my community, um, the link to the books and all that kind of thing. So everything's there. So paulwilliamdavis.com is the easiest. Yeah. Awesome. And I will also have those links in the show notes. So if anyone wants to go there and you're driving while you're listening to this, don't worry about <laughs> it. You can go back to the show notes later and just click on the website and go directly there. So I'm going to put you in the hot seat for a minute. <laughs> Not sure. like you haven't already been on the hot seat for <laughs> a few minutes, but I always like to ask our guests to leave our listeners with a piece of wisdom that they can take with them for their day. So what piece of advice could you give our listeners to take with them today? Um, I think the, you know, a lot of people look for how they can reach their, their, their highest potential. And in everything that I've both researched and seen and witnessed in the, the people that I've worked with, the, if you want to reach your, your, your full potential, um, knowing your true life purpose is the single most powerful way to reach your full potential and to achieve the success and the fulfillment that you want, um, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, 
so it, it really, I suppose, maybe instead of leaving words of wisdom, I might just ask the question in terms of, you know, say 10 years from now, and God forbid you're not on your deathbed, but let's just say 10 years from now, and you do look back, if you continue doing what you're doing right now at the moment, do you have any regrets? So, you know, I mentioned, you know, two of my brothers passed away, one just recently, first of September. Um, now, he had no regrets, and he absolutely said, I have no regrets, but equally, he just didn't want to die. Um, but if, if 10 years from now, you continue doing what you're doing, and, you know, if, if what's holding you back and your fears and your anxiety or your worry about what other people might think or what other people might say, you know, if you continue doing what you're doing, are you actually going to have any regrets? And that's, that's I think, the ultimate question for anybody to ask themselves. Um, and perhaps then that might just instigate a bit of change for themselves. Say, actually, you know what? Maybe today is the day I change. And today is, is I, I step into my own power and do what it is that I'm supposed to do in this lifetime. I love that. It's beautiful words of wisdom. And you're so right. You can change. You can wake up tomorrow and decide that you want things to be different. And it doesn't even have to be an overhaul of your whole life. You can change one thing yeah. at a time to put you on purpose, you know, habits, something you do continuously that brings about change. Most people think of bad habits, but they can be good habits too. They can be that, you know, tomorrow I'm deciding that I'm going to spend five minutes meditating in the morning before I start my day. And that's one thing that, you know, could help you to slow down, get the messages, you know, all of those things are ways that we can make little positive changes every day. So I think that's such a great piece of advice. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. This was such a great conversation. Well, thank you so much. It was, it was hopefully your, your listeners have gotten a lot from it and, and maybe just maybe that, take that next step. Yes, thank you so absolutely. Much. Step into your purpose. We need you guys. The universe needs you. The world yeah. needs you. You know, you, you, I think that's the one thing people really have a hard time with is some people think, I don't have a purpose. I don't yeah. matter. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. I don't matter. I'm insignificant. What I do, my contribution doesn't make a difference, but it does. It absolutely does. And yeah. of course, everyone has a purpose. You're needed so yeah. desperately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you again. And I hope that you have much success in everything you're doing. I can't wait to go check out your podcast. And I hope that other people listening here will also go and check that out as well. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah. And I want to thank all of you for being here with us too. Don't forget, you can join me over on Patreon. If you become a patron, you can actually watch this interview live because I do post videos to my patron page for those who are with us. You can also join me on social media on Facebook. I go live Mondays at 630 Central where I do a free card reading. You show up for the live, I'll pull a card especially for you. And you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. You can now purchase merchandise from the podcast. So go check all of that out. I hope you guys have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I'm sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.